Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. Bottom of this hour will be a great young reporter from campusreform.org. Make sure you stop by that website every day like I do. And then hour number three is going to be Cray News with K on a Friday. We've got a lot to get to. Uh, we had Dr. Jesse Lopez last hour. If you missed any part of that, I'll post all my interviews over on Rumble. Like uh, yesterday, we had Tracy Beans. We had uh, we had Sheriff Mark Lamb. We had Megan Kelly. All of those are up on Rumble right now. If you follow me on any of the social media, and you should be, just, just pick one. They don't have to follow me on everything, but pick one. You'll see the, the post that I make. Well, actually, you might not if you're on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Um, I, Carrie actually did a video today on internet bullies and how they pick winners and losers and how I'm not, I'm not going to stop calling them out. I don't care if it bothers people. I'm not going to stop. Okay. Yeah. We all know that. You'll keep doing it. No matter who it bothers, right? <laughs> you're, you're so between a rock and a hard place because you want to say something smart ass, but you know, but you also want to start your weekend early. I get I, it. I really do. I, I find this to be actually a little bit cute, to be honest with you, <laughs> because you really want to let me have it. Oh, yeah, social media and Twitter and blah, blah, blah. All you oh, talk about. You betcha. But, uh, but you're like, man, I just would like to, you know. Go start the weekend if I could. Right. You know, you see Brad in a box waiting for me. Hmm. Brad, oh, oh, that's a that's a great. You've got some T-shirt on or something today. What, what is what is the shirt representing? Oh, nothing. I just liked it and bought it. <laughs> no, <laughs> it yeah, Brad over anything. on Twitter already commented. Miss Carrie, he likes Miss Carrie's shirt, and I guess it he saw what it says on it or something. Oh, okay, yeah. I just yeah bought it at the store. I'm ca- thanks, come on, Brad, Brad. <laughs> calm your ass. Why can't is, I get a compliment? Uh, I'm sorry. Can How it be somebody other than Brad? Do you get? <laughs> Nobody guess, ever compliments me. I guess not. Ever. Oh, please. I've never, in the years you've uh, known me, nobody's ever oh, complimented me. Are you kidding me? Oh, look at, the, look at those ugly eyes he, you have. Look uh, at those no, ugly please. muscles. I get that all the look time. I hate eyes. that. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. that's, that's just my that's mother. Gross. Uh, so, uh, so there you go. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so again, j- inside baseball, I don't mind telling people if Carrie's nice, I'll let her go half hour early tonight. So far, right, you're doing. Okay. I'll, be, I'll admit it. You're doing okay so far. Okay, I got about an hour. You know, twenty-two minutes. It's hard for you because you want to pounce when I start talking about uh, social media. I do, but so I'm refraining. Yeah, so, yeah, you're very nice. All okay. right, so uh, yeah, we were campus reform this hour. You got a great hour. shirt on too, by the way. Wow. See, <laughs> okay, what color shirt am I wearing, Carrie? It is pink. Yeah. Red. Yeah. Or or some would say white. White. Some would say white. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you haven't seen me today. You're just lying. Now you're just lying. I was trying to give you a compliment. You were doing well. That actually I'm... takes points off. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I won't do that again. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Definitely want to hear from you. We're going to talk about Carrie Lake. There's an update there. Uh, and also, she just tweeted something out that uh, I didn't realize, and I'll get into that as well, on a Friday. Give me some strings. Go. Horn section. Absolutely right. Protein bar every time. <laughs> All right, Carrie, way to go. No. What doesn't do that for you? I mean, seriously. No, everything does. I look at food and I have gas. Mm. Friday. Bob Guthrie, let's go. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. Uh-huh. Friday. That's right. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. Let's make it a free speech Friday. Come on. That is the chocolate voice, by the way. Follow along for the ride, getting it done. Sam making it happen. Take it up a notch. All right. 
888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Whatever's on your mind is going to be fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we will move on. We do want to get into the Arizona debacle. It's kind of interesting because we Pinal County, which is uh, predominantly Republican, is where you had major issues yesterday. Carrie, how is it that you, you would print four or five Democrat ballots to one Republican ballot? I don't it know. It was four or five to one. Yeah. That's but at the good. end of the day, even if there, I don't know if the cheating was going on or not, certainly there were irregularities, and certainly you didn't have enough ballots in Pinal County at least. And at the end of the day, Carrie Lake does end up winning. What's the full story on that? From CNN, Republicans in Arizona have chosen Carrie Lake, the former television journalist who's become a leading voice behind former President Donald Trump's lies about election fraud as their <laughs> nominee for governor. Wait a second. Stop, stop, stop. I know. <laughs> what? I know. Why can't they it's- stop? And, and you remember that story, that Carrie Lake story that I sent you? That was from yes. The Wire that we subscribed to, who basically said the same thing. Well, let me ask you this. Doesn't this damage your credibility as a journalist that they keep on doing this crap? I would say yes. That's why it I, makes all journalists I did not bad. read it. I, ha- I rewrote it, um, the story that I got from our, our Wire, because... It, that's why can't they say his claims? Says. Why do they have to say know. his lies? Why are yeah. they coming to a conclusion without... I know. Listen, they didn't go back through and, and check with Cyber Ninjas checked. They didn't go back through and debunk or agree with 2,000 mules. Why not just say he claims? Why do they have to call him lies or that he's a liar? God, I'm so over it, man. Yeah. It, there is no source of information. And Megan Kelly and I talked about this yesterday, that you can really go to and say, okay, I really believe that. That's really what the, they're reporting it straight. I mean, shouldn't they just say that she ran on his claims that he won the election or that he that the election was stolen from him? Right. Why or do they have to say the word lies? Something. I don't know. How about alleged lies? Yeah. Say alleged lies. That, that, that gets you off the hook. I know, but they're not. Go ahead. If you uh, don't mind, continue, please. Her victory makes her the fourth Republican who has pushed Trump's election lies to win a major nomination wow. in Arizona after CNN's projections earlier this week for U.S. Senate, Secretary of State, and Attorney General. Lake, who is endorsed by Trump, will defeat Karen Taylor Robeson, a former member of the State Board of Regents and the establishment GOP favorite, who was supported by outgoing Governor Doug Ducey and former Vice President Mike Pence. Now, I don't know if he's called her yet or notified or gotten a hold of her yet, but, but Doug Ducey, from what I understand, has not congratulated Carrie Lake. And I find that to be interesting. Now, Carrie Lake put out a little while ago on Twitter that uh, they set a record in Arizona for the number of um, Republicans who voted. Can you imagine that? Mm-mm. This is in a primary, Carrie. They set a record for wow. the number of Republican voters, and they still tried to say that, that she didn't win. Yeah, and later on in the story, Lake has made lies about election fraud, the centerpiece of her campaign, an approach likely to continue in a November general election matchup against Democratic nominee Katie Hobbs. Carrie, what are, what are we living through wow. here? Journalism, like I said, this is so, so different. So different from when I first started. That's not journalism. It isn't. Whether you believe it or not, I mean, come on. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna record I'm gonna record a quick video here for those who are watching. You'll see me do this. Those who are listening, you'll hear me do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick video here uh, for CNN. <laughs> hey CNN, it's your boy Joe Pags, uh, radio talk show host, 170 radio stations, millions of listeners, and you keep on writing these stories about Carrie Lake somehow supporting Donald Trump's lies about the election or about election fraud. What have you done in journalism, in straight reporting, that can verify or bolster your claims that he's lying? Did you do what Cyber Ninjas did in Arizona? 
Did you at all look into 2,000 mules and the geotechnology that was used? Geotracking and video, actual video surveillance showing people stuffing ballot boxes, ballot boxes that were illegal in many states that were purchased by people like Mark Zuckerberg. What reporting have you done? What journalism have you done? to prove that Donald Trump is lying about election fraud or that there was some steal that happened in the 2020 election. I am waiting for you to verify what it is that you keep saying. Because if you can't back it up, you have to say alleged lies. You have to say his claims. You have to say his alleged claims. You have to use journalism for once in the past 10 years. Can you do a better job? I triple dog dare you to show me proof that what he's saying is in fact a lie. Okay, video's done. So now we'll put that video up on social. Look see, at see how you we do it, Carrie. We'll let the people in. We'll let the people in that we're doing a little something, something, and and I want CNN to respond to that. Now keep in mind, I used to have a good relationship with CNN. Mm. I was on Glenn Beck's show weeks on end, getting a lot of money to go and fill in for him when he was off. I, I, I did pilots with with uh, all sorts of Rachel Maddow and, and and Roland Martin and Joy Behar, and I had a big sit down about possibly doing a show on CNN. I mean, at, at the end of the day. I didn't hate the network. In fact, I used to get my news from it. I thought Bernard Shaw was amazing. But they turned into something now that I think the, the incoming guy is trying to fix, but they turned into something now that is no longer journalism. It's opinion making. It's editorializing. And, and, and I'd be fine with that because I'm an opinion maker and I editorialize. But Carrie, you're reading me stories from the CNN Newswire yes, that we're supposed to opinion. believe is news. That is correct. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. So I'm going to post it uh, during the break that's coming up. I'm going to post this on Twitter, on Facebook. Not on Facebook. I'll put it on Twitter. I'll put it on Getter. I'll put it on Truth. I'll put it on MeWe. And I want you guys and gals, whichever one of those that I just mentioned is your favorite, to go there, like it, retruth it, reshare it, retweet it, whatever the hell you have to do, and make sure that this gets out. And, and we will, of course, we will tag CNN uh, in this as well. And, and let's see exactly what happens with it. Because they have to stop with the lies. They are just not telling the truth. Um, And I need them to. I need them to tell the truth because there are people who are literally believing the crap that they're doling out. And that's all it is. It's opinion, it's editorial, and it's crap. If they don't attribute why they're saying he's lying or why it is somehow a lie or a falsehood, then they have no leg to stand on and they're selling it as real news. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I want you to get a hold of us right now and make sure you go to the social media sites during the break. I'll try to upload that. In the meantime, I got to tell you about, uh, look, I'm anxious, as a lot of you are, war, inflation, over 30, 30 trillion, hello, $30 trillion in debt. I, I can't even think of how big that number is. It's looking a lot like 2008 all over again when millions of Americans watch their retirement savings disappear. And while those who invested in physical gold and silver they were protected. Um, again, $50,000 or more in your IRA, your 401k or savings, you could be at risk again. So why not do what thousands of Americans are doing? They're using an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to the retirement savings. Call 855-936-GOLD. 855-936-GOLD. Get a free gold IRA kit. Learn how thousands are protecting the retirement savings and adding $10,000 or more in free silver to do it. Goldco is the company I recommend. Get to Goldco right now for gold and silver. They've helped place over a billion dollars in precious metals. We could be looking at a recession worse than 2008, so don't wait. Call Goldco right now, G-O-L-D-C-O.com slash PAGS, or call them, 855-936-GOLD, 855-936-GOLD. Make that happen right now, and we're back after this in the Joe Pag Show. Stay here.
Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pack Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. The Joe Pag Show for your Friday, Free Speech Friday. Whatever's on your mind is going to be awesome. Definitely like to hear from you. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. The question is very simple. And, you know, I get this email from people who say they're conservative, people who say they're Republican. We need to move on from 2020. Trump needs to stop saying what he's saying about 2020. 2,000 mules has been debunked, says the fact checker somewhere. We need to move to the future, not the past. Are you in that boat? Do you want to move past 2020? You want to not say that there were irregularities and certainly votes that should not have been counted? Do you, do you believe Joe Biden got 81 million votes? I'm not trying to relitigate the, the election, but there are people who agree with me on almost everything, who are conservatives, who are ready for us to move past 2020. Should we? Are you done with 2020? And are you okay with a so-called news outlet saying Trump is lying about 2020? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, or go to the website, JoePags.com. I posted that video during the break. You heard me record it right here. I posted it during the break. I want you to go and check it out. Go and check it out. Like it, share it, retruth it, retweet it, whatever format you happen to be on. I put it on, um, on Getter, put it on Truth, I put it on Twitter. And I put it on MeWe. You can go and check it out there. That video, you heard me do it live here on the show. And I posted it over to CNN. And no, I didn't have a teleprompter. And I, I, I thought about it off the top of my head. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's what do we do. Uh, I'm not Joe Biden where I have to have somebody hand me a card. So uh, call in right now if you're ready to move past 2020. Or if you think we need to understand what the truth was in 2020 to avoid it happening again. 888-941-PAGS or go to JoePags.com, scroll down to the bottom and send me an email just by clicking on contact. In the meantime, I'm going to tell you about Eden Pure. Eden Pure gets it done. They've been getting it done for a long time and we've had them for a while now, four units now in the house. They've got something called the Thunderstorm. It has proven oxy technology. It quickly destroys viruses, odors, and mold and more. People all over the nation are raving about how well the thunderstorm freshens their homes. Musty, mildewy smells just vanish after just a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. With over 250,000 already being sold. In fact, the number is 265,000 now already being sold. It must work. Any odor is going to disappear when you use the thunderstorm. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. And best of all, no filters to buy. So listen. You can save $200 right now, get a three-pack for the entire home. You can get three units for under $200. It's a fraction of the cost when you use my code. Um, some of these uh, air purifiers go for 600 bucks. not the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, anywhere you need clean, fresh air. Go right now to the website, EdenPureDeals.com, E-D-E-N-P-U-R-E-Deals.com, EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS3, P-A-G-S, the number three. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGS3. Shipping is also free, so make sure you take care of that. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. A lot of people calling in right now. I'll get to the calls once they get screened, once they get put on hold. Carrie, have you heard in your circle of friends or in your family, it's time to move past 2020? Why are we still talking about it? Uh, no, no. Well, I, this is an answer I don't know from you. We've known each other a long time, know each other pretty well. Do you guys ever talk about politics in the house or with your family or your friends? You know what? I really try not to. 
uh, because it's it's so encompassing eight hours a day, five days a week, and that's enough for me. So I really don't want to outside of work. Has it ever happened where you told them just shut up? No, I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> I wouldn't say shut up, but I say something else. But like, yeah. Uh, Let's talk about something else. Let's have a glass of wine. Yeah. Conversely, now, I don't like talking about politics when I'm not on the air because I'm going to win. And because I know I'm going to win because I know I have more information because I do it for a living, uh, it makes other people frustrated uh, mm-hmm. with me and dislike me. I don't want to do that. Right. That's why I'll say, listen, man, I don't, I don't want to do a show here, you know, right now yeah. or something like that. But, but if somebody asks me a specific right? question, I, mean, I will. Well, if they ask like me a question about, about a fact that they think I know that they really don't know, I like being that resource, but I don't want to argue off the air. Yeah. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's good. It's good. And, and but I have, have heard from people oh. that they sent, what's that? Never mind. I did not say anything. Listen, at 7.58, I'm going to need you to read that one story. Oh. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I thought, oh, I better If you don't mind. Up. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm. You couldn't be nice even for one show. <laughs> that tells me a lot. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Ready to move past 2020? Or are you ready to make sure 2020 was done right and you're sick of CNN and others doing what they do? Let me go to uh, Alaska and Tom. Tom, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. I Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I just woke up in the middle of the night scared to death because I remember 1974 when Nixon, Spiro, Spiro Agnew was Nixon's vice president yeah. on his ticket. Then he got in trouble and resigned, Right. and they appointed Hubert Humphrey. Then Nixon resigned, and we ended up with Hubert Humphrey as the president, who for the first time ever we had a president that nobody ever voted for. The same thing can happen now. Yeah, right. I, 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 I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you're talking about Gerald Ford. Was it Gerald Ford? Well, yes. When he resigned, yeah, Ford became was, the president. Right. 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 Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So that you're, you're, now you fear something about Harris? Is that what you were saying? Well, I'm saying so if they got Harris to resign, they could appoint somebody like, I don't know, Buttigieg or Newsom or something, and then Biden resign, and we end up with one of those guys as president nobody ever voted for. Okay. Sounds good, Tom. Very, very, very good history lesson. I mean, although he had the guy wrong. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not worried about all that. I, I don't, I, can I be honest? I gotta be honest with you. I, I don't care to go through the conspiracy theory of if Biden steps down or if he's 25th amendmented or if he's too sick or something, um, then Harris, something happens with her and who are they going to appoint and who's next in line? I mean, I know the line of the presidency, uh, the, the line of seniority or the line of, of uh, responsibility when it comes to our government, but I don't spend much time thinking about all that. It happened once uh, in, in our history where somebody was appointed because the other person um, resigned. We haven't had anybody else resign. We've had people die in office, and then you know the vice president takes over, but, but never a resignation like that. I don't see all of that stuff going on. But I truly did just want to know if we should let 2020 go um, or, or if, we should, if we should absolutely make sure that we're getting the proper result. I have no time whatsoever, but a lot of people called in on it. We've got campus reform coming in. When campus reform is going to break down some nut, some nuttiness going on on college campuses, university campuses, and and, and uh, this is at University of Florida. If you're from Florida, if you're a Gator, you're going to want to hear about uh, some of what's happening there on campus from a young reporter who is who is going to school there. Always great information. Go to campusreform.org. We're coming back on the Joe Pag Show. Do not touch that dial. This is the Joe Pag Show.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always great to have a young correspondent from campusreform.org. Go to that website every day like I do. Check out the great stories they do. This is Francis Capper. Francis, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Joe? I, I'm doing very well. Nice to meet you. Um, University you. of Florida. You know that I grew up in Florida. More of a Hurricanes yes. guy, actually more of a Seminole than a, uh, than a Gator. But you say you're not really the sports guy on campus, but it's a good university, isn't it? Absolutely. It's a great university. It's top five public school in the nation and number one in Florida. Go Gators. Now, um, but having said that, it's also university of something. So that means it's taxpayer subsidized. Is yes. it a liberal school? You're running into a bunch <laughs> of liberal professors, stuff like that? There is no exception. You know, all of the major universities across the nation, they're all liberal. And Florida is no exception. You know, there was a paper written in the 60s that called Florida the Berkeley of the South. Yeah, I think it was, but then you have, you know, Ron DeSantis showing that freedom and liberty actually doesn't matter. And you got people like me who are from Florida, which could be kind of a red state, although the influx of blue isn't helping much from the states that are doing badly. Um, having said that, w- why do you think taxpayer-funded universities, generally speaking, are more liberal? Is there a, a rhyme to the reason here? Well, I mean, if you're going to hire liberal professors, they're going to create liberal students. So, you know, whenever you have the hiring process, they're going to look more closely at people who are not conservative. You know, there is four times as many professors who openly identify as being Marxist than professors who openly identify as being conservative. And that's going to breed more liberal students. That's just cause and effect. Wow. That's, that's kind of a startling thing, isn't it? It's uh, Francis Capper. Is there a, um, a Twitter or something you want to send people to? Yeah, at Francis Capper. I'm kind of new to Twitter, but I kind of like it, getting used to it. Francis is spelled the usual way. K-A-P-P-E-R is his last name. K-A-P-P-E-R. Go and follow him on Twitter. All right, uh, so University of Florida, it is a liberal school. You're going you're gonna to get liberal students, generally speaking, from liberal professors. That makes sense. But you do have a Turning Point USA um, um, branch on campus that you're a big part of. How did that go down? Did they try to stop you from, from joining together and having this group? Well, it's kind of funny story. I was actually introduced to Turning Point by a communist. They were having a debate, and I wanted to go (laughs) debate against the communists. And then that same year, I was elected president of the Turning Point USA chapter. I'm running it now. Very proud to be a big part. Oh, because you wanted to debate the communists, you ended up uh, having a chapter on campus. How'd the debate go? The debate was fantastic. It's on YouTube right now. If you just look up Turning Point USA versus UF Communist Party, if you can believe there's a UF Communist Party, I don't. I just don't understand why we have that sort of thing nowadays when you know how many deaths that's caused. So, you're exactly right. I mean, hundreds of millions of people have been killed by communism around the world uh, in, in the past hundred years alone. So having said, having said all of that, um, were you able to change some minds of students? I find that one-on-one, Francis, when you talk to a student on campus, uh, he or she will be open to hearing both sides. They're being indoctrinated with just one side now by professors. And if there's groupthink, it's harder to get through to the group because they could yell and scream at you and hold up stupid signs. Having said that, are you finding that you that you can grab the ear of somebody and make him or her listen? Um, I'd say it goes both ways. You know, there's definitely students who love to talk and love to discuss, and they're very intellectual, and we have great conversations. And then there's some students like... Uh, my field representative, I mean, my field manager, Driana Sixto, had her sign ripped down during an event. Basically, an angry liberal ran up and just tore down her sign right in the middle of what was going on. Wow. And they just can't stand to discuss. But that's not all of them. There are students who do have good discussion. And it's, it's a good place to have, you know, open-minded thought going back and forth.
I'm with you. Francis Capper from University of Florida from CampusReform.org. Go and check out everything he does on that website along with his uh, his uh, uh, co-workers and, and compatriots there. Let's get into the stories. Inflation, tuition, hike, make life unaffordable for these students. Fill me in. What's going on here? So this specific article is talking about how Iowa State University has announced that they're going to increase their tuition by 4.25% for upcoming in the fall. And that's to, they quote, it's to fight inflation, which is at 9.1%. Right. And this is not just happening in Iowa. This is happening all across the nation. You know, the top 20 universities have increased tuition by an average of 3.7%, Forbes said. So it's happening everywhere. So you're seeing a tuition increase, but yet I'm also hearing that some of these um, colleges and universities are going to keep some of the classes online, which should save them money. Are they explaining specifically why the tuition increase? You can't just say, well, inflation is this, therefore we need that. Are they, are they earmarking exactly why it's going up? Well, I mean, many universities are expanding their programs, especially universities like the University of Nevada, where they're creating a new LGBTQ studies minor and they're simultaneously raising tuition by 2.8%. So when you're making these new branches and going into new areas, the tuition is bound to go up, and they're always adding these very, very strange courses, as we'll get into later in this discussion. Well, well, what do you, well Francis, what do you do with that? Let's say you get a, a major or a minor in LGBTQ studies. What job am I going to apply for? Hey, I, listen, I'd like to be the corporate manager here. I've got this, this degree in LGBTQ studies. What does that get you? You know, it gets you nothing. That's one of the <laughs> best questions I've ever heard. You should go ask those students that. It really, sometimes you ask them, and it's really hard for them to explain to you what they want to do with their degree. And that's how you get the stereotype of somebody with a master's degree working at Starbucks as a barista, just because they got a useless degree. It's sad, really. It's sad. And that's the same person that's complaining about paying back the, co- the college loan that they got uh, to go and get this stupid degree that actually gets you nothing in real life, and we should now pay off the debt, which makes no sense. It's uh, Francis Capper. Go to campusreform.org like I do every day. Libraries partner with Queer Archives. I don't even know what that is. To uh, create LGBTQIX or I+. Plus collection i usually usually just say lgbtq xyz one two three because i don't know what the letters and the numbers and the symbols are in this day and age but what is first of all what is a queer archive and why do libraries have to have it so this is the university of arizona making a decision to create a gay archive lgbtqia2s plus archive whatever you want to call it And I just want to go through some of the material that's in this archive so that you can get quite a little bit of an understanding of what they are giving. And these are actually directed towards children. These are for children. We have drawings of oral sex. We have a coloring book for children about not conforming to gender roles. We have a C-U-N-T coloring book. That's exactly the quote that it says. And we have comic strips about polyamory. Is that an abbreviation or an acronym or something? Of course, we don't want to say the word. And even spelling it could get us in trouble with the FCC, but, but I'll, I'll take that, the brunt of that. Is that. Does that stand for something? And don't tell me what it stands for, just yes or no. It's, it's not an acronym. It means exactly what it says. And it's wow. very important to note, I can't say that word on the radio, yet they have the gall to give it to children. And what age groups are we talking about here? Not that any kid should get it. Um... Well, the age groups are definitely aged like, you know, middle school and lower. It's not, uh, What's it, not let, let me ask you this. You look, you're a young happening, dude. 
What is the what is the push lately to allow this in our society? To act like this is normal in our society. And if you call it out, then you're somehow homophobic or something, or you're you're anti something, anti fill in the blank. When did this when did this shift happen? Because had this shown up in in in, in middle or elementary school when I was going to middle and elementary school, my, my father would have been down there punching people in the face. So how did we get there to where in, in 30 or 40 short years, suddenly this is not only acceptable, if you're not for it, you're somehow intolerant? Well, I do know how we got here, and it's because we're pushing it on our children. And we're starting to see that effect take place in the demographics of this year's freshman class. The Harvard class of 2025, we have 27% of them identifying with the LGBT community. This was not normal decades ago. And these numbers are showing that we are on an increasing trend of more and more individuals identifying with this group of people. It's just, it's new. And and so many of them are saying non-binary. Some of them are saying pansexual. They're using these terms. They're, They're actually just normal men and women who like the opposite sex and, and, and heterosexual relations, and they're probably what you call cisgender, whatever the hell that is, but they want some label. It's almost like hip and in to have this label to say, I'm in the LGBTQXYZ123 community. It's very, very strange how easy it was for people to do that. Francis um, Capper is his name, campusreform.org, DEI commitments required to get tenure promotions at this medical school. Would it, med- medicine should be the same number. No matter who the human being is that you're working on, what does DEI have to do with it? So at the Indian University School of Medicine, they're requiring their staff to uh, show effort towards advancing DEI, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion. And that is basically just another part of the woke ideology. Yes. And they need to do this to be chosen for tenure. And if they don't get tenure, they're effectively terminated within the next year. It's very sad. So, I mean, again, what does diversity, equity, and inclusion have to do with I have a cough? Can you tell me what's wrong with me? (laughs) It has nothing to do with it at all whatsoever. Now we have people saying math is racist. They just want to put a label on whatever they possibly can. We are going into complete, complete lunacy. Well, isn't that the, the soft um, expectation or the low expectations of, of, uh, of racism? I forget the exact saying. I, I say it all the time, but I can't think of it right now. But it's the it basically we, we are lowering our expectations for people who are of different races, genders, um, uh, sexual IDs, whatever. We have to make life easier for them. Why can't we go to medical school, learn how to become a good doctor, and then go be a doctor or a nurse or, or a, 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 a PA, whatever? Why does it have to do with some social justice category why are we categories and again i'm asking you questions that you might not know the answers to although you've been very good so far what does this have to do with it and and do you think that young people like you who are going to medical school could just stand up and say we're not doing this and all walk out and maybe the universities and maybe the schools will stop doing it you know it's really really sad that this is happening and frankly it's because of who is conducting the hiring you know when you hire people who are going to lean one way politically, and then you skew the entire staff or the entire teaching staff or the entire committee of board members or even outside of school, even if you're in a business and the whole board is of one certain political persuasion, they're gonna start to discriminate against people who don't think the same way as they do. And it's just cancel culture. It's really cancel culture evolving into the workplace out of social media. 
It's evolving. It's growing. It's I'm, getting worse. I'm doing all I can, Francis, to cancel, cancel culture. I will say what I want. I will think what I want. I will do what I want. And if you try to call me out and cancel me, I will cancel you back. I don't know how effective I'll be, but that, that's my perspective. It's Francis Capper from campusreform.org. One last story. Angry white male studies. Thank God we have this now available somewhere. Where is this happening? And, and again, if you study angry white male studies, which doesn't really exist, but if you study that and get a degree in that, what do you do with it? Well, it's a course that's being taught at the University of Kansas's history department. This is taxpayer dollars. They're using taxpayer dollars to fund a course, which basically says that my peers, I'm a white male. It's saying that my peers are evil. It's indirectly saying that they're saying that a large majority of all of the bad things that came out of history came from white men. It's just simply not the case. Could you imagine if they named this any other course? Like they had a course that said, I don't know, all white women are Karens. It would people would lose their minds, but they're allowed to demonize me and my peers, nonetheless, with taxpayer dollars. It's frightening. It's frightening. It's racist. It is racist. But and when you use taxpayer dollars to do it, can't people call it out as the racist thing it is and make it go away? The taxpayer should have a say, shouldn't they? They absolutely should have a say. The U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission says that it's illegal to discriminate on anybody based on race, color, religion, or sex. And that's frankly what they're doing here. It's just not okay. You know, at one point, the University of South Carolina offered a scholarship for only non-whites, but that got taken down after Campus Reform reported on it. Good. Uh, CampusReform.org is the website. He's a correspondent there. It is uh, Francis Capper, at Francis Capper, K-A-P-P-E-R, over on Twitter. And also, he's uh, you're the president of the chapter uh, there at yes. uh, University of Florida, the president yes, of the sir. Turning Point uh, USA chapter as well. Francis, thanks a million. Really nice to meet you. Uh, come back again, would you? Absolutely. I would love to. Thank you so much, Joe. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. I appreciate you stopping by. Do me a favor, go to campusreform.org. And check out those great stories these young journalists are doing. They're fighting for what's right on campus and some equilibrium between left and right. Right now, it's so liberal compared to conservative on, especially these state, these state schools, these colleges and universities. So always glad to have these young reporters come on and tell the truth about what's going on there. Your thoughts about that? Your, your thoughts about the state of journalism? I don't know if you've, you've gone yet to Twitter or Getter or um, Truth or MeWe. But I posted that video that I did live here on the program to CNN, challenging them to show me their proof that Trump lied about the election in 2020. It's actually kind of simple. Just show me the proof and then I'll, I'll announce it here on my show. I have no problem doing that. Go and like that video, comment on it, retweet it, re-truth it, re-get it. Carrie, is a re-get or on the getter? A re-get? Mm, no, no idea. It could be a re-get. Be something better than that. I mean, you know. So um, I, 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 let me see what it, it actually should say what they do on getter. Let's see a here. Reget. If one, if one are you do, oh, re, it's just repost. That's boring. Make it a reget. Oh yeah, I, I actually like reget better. Oh man, repost. Yeah. I'll get a hold of uh, Jason Miller. I've got his cell phone. Do you have Jason Miller's cell phone number? The CEO of Getter. No, I don't. No. Wow, really? I no, I don't. 
it. Who doesn't have it? <laughs> well, not me. So, <laughs> I posted it over you. on Getter the other day. What's the matter? Hey, I um, have your phone number. Am, am I the biggest name in the phone? Just tell the truth. <laughs> uh, uh, probably. Damn it, you have to admit that. <laughs> yeah. All right, that sucks. Uh, no, no, that and, and I've got your number. Again, more hey. important than any of the Trumps. More important than all these people <laughs> that keep blind. on here. My number, Pags. Uh-huh. More important than John Rich. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> um, 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Your, your thoughts on the state of, uh, of journalism. Because when you're doing a, a straight newswire story, and Carrie and I have been doing this a long time, when it's from the wire, it's supposed to be unbiased. It's supposed to be journalistic. It's supposed to be even-handed. And, and oftentimes, it's not. That's why I really like having these young reporters on from campus. Because they are going to tell you the truth. And it's verifiable. You can't really, it's above reproach. You could try to challenge it, but then they say, no, no, I've got the interview here. I've got the proof here. I've got that. This is what you have to do as a journalist. I've got the proof. I've got, I've got the fact that I went and reported on it. Here, here's, here are the facts as I gathered them. Uh, and yes, this other person says something else. So I'll, let me, re- let me present that side of the story too. They're not doing that on CNN when they're calling Trump a liar because they feel like they can. Every time you as a journalist call somebody a liar or that they didn't tell the truth, you have to show proof on how they didn't tell the truth. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Got to tell you about total financial freedom. You know, in Congress, you're talking about another continuing resolution or another, uh, some sort of a um, a plan to, to bring both sides together and spend billions more, if not trillions more, in reconciliation. Well, you can't do that in your personal life. If you've reached your debt ceiling, you're done. If you're buried in bills and trying to keep up with all the credit cards, signature loans, internet loans, and timeshares, get off that treadmill right now by calling my friends over Total Financial Freedom. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial has been doing a great job for more than 15 years now, helping people like you resolve their debts and cut payments in half. If you don't believe me, and, and listen, be skeptical, call them, 800-833-9444. 800-833-9444. Call now. Ask about the free book, The Debt Dietitian. Mention my name, Joe Pags, and get the free book when you call and learn how easy it is to cut your payments. You're going to appreciate their team. Like-minded people, A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and zero complaints. You can't beat it. Call Total Financial right now, 800-833-9444. That's 1-800-833-9444. Make that happen and make it happen right now. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Another big hour coming your way. Kay Smythe. With Cray News with K on a Friday, that's coming up, and a whole lot more. Joe Pag Show. Much more to come. Stay here. Joe Pags.